This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's time to dream big. I feel like I could do anything right now. If I really wanted to do the Olympics, I could. Oh, okay. What sport? Or whatever. 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 I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, October 19th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Susan Sullivan is on the mend after a recent medical emergency. Earlier this week, the Castle alum shared a photo of herself in the hospital, sparking concern among her fan base. Today, she offered an update and revealed her ongoing battle with cancer in a brief social media post. On X, formerly known as Twitter, Sullivan wrote, quote, Thanks for all the lovely comments and concerns. I had lung cancer. The surgery was successful. The healing process is a struggle. Thanks. Glad you're out there. Sullivan, who often shares landscape and animal photography beside words of wisdom, coupled the post with a picture of a car driving off into a distant sunset. Sullivan offered no further details on her health condition. The veteran soap opera star is perhaps best known for roles on Another World, It's a Living, and Falcon Crest. She also spent eight seasons playing Nathan Fillion's mother on his hit crime series, Castle. It is time to update your X-Men Dreamcast. Daniel Radcliffe has heard the rumors, and he wholly denies them. During a Vanity Fair lie detector interview with his Merrily We Roll Along co-stars Jonathan Groff and Lindsay Mendez, Radcliffe confronted the internet rumor mill in all its horror, most notably responding to hopeful fans expecting him to don spandex and retractable claws as the next Wolverine. Have a listen. Did you start the Wolverine rumor? No. So you just got buffed for no reason? <laughs> yes. <That is> the, <laughs> I got buffed, you know, yeah, because I, uh, I am obsessive and uh, I, I want to, you know. You've seen my parents. They're like insane fitness people, so that's just been passed on and, and yeah. But no, no Wolverine. Flattered, but no. Well, while Radcliffe has long been a popular fan cast to replace Hugh Jackman in the role, speculation ran rampant after he showed off his muscles in the season four finale of Miracle Workers earlier this year. As for the future of Wolverine, Jackman is set to reprise the role in Deadpool 3 after originally retiring the mutant in 2017's Logan. In typical Marvel fashion, the rest remains a mystery. The X-Men have yet to be officially introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe since Disney acquired Fox, but the door remains wide open. You can watch that full lie detector interview with Radcliffe, Groff, and Mendez at EW.com. Alec Baldwin may once again face criminal charges in the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of the low-budget Western film Rust two years ago. New Mexico prosecutors announced Tuesday that they intend to convene a Santa Fe grand jury to determine whether probable cause exists to refile charges against the actor and producer, six months after a previous charge of involuntary manslaughter was dropped. 
Special prosecutors Carrie T. Morrissey and Jason J. Lewis said they intend to present the case to the grand jury within the next two months. In response to the announcement, Baldwin's lawyers Luke Nikas and Alex Spiro said in a statement, quote, It is unfortunate that a terrible tragedy has been turned into this misguided prosecution. We will answer any charges in court. Hutchins was killed and director Joel Souza was wounded on the Rust set on October 21, 2021, when a gun being held by Baldwin discharged. Baldwin had been told the gun was cold, meaning it did not contain live ammunition, and he has maintained that he did not pull the trigger. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. After an entire season of brutal challenges and shocking eliminations, it is time to find out who will be crowned the champions of today's number three pick, The Challenge USA Season 2. With only four men and four women left in the game, which CBS or MTV reality show titans will walk away with a cash prize and bragging rights? Will seven-time champion Johnny Bananas get his eighth title? Or will Tori Deal get her second win? Will Survivor continue its Challenge USA domination if Desi, Michaela, Chanel, or Chris wins? Or will Big Brother alum Fessy or Challenge veteran Corey finally get their first win? Here's a preview. Welcome to the final on this season of the Challenge USA. I want to go from being first out to being a Challenge champ. I hold the record for the most wins. I am the Challenge. As a Challenge champ, I wanted to come in and prove to myself I could do it again. I have the power to win. I know I have what it takes. I had to earn every minute. It's my time now. I came here to bring that money home to my family. Who will be crowned the season two champion? One thing is for sure, you can't ever predict what happens in a challenge finale. From gross eating challenges to difficult puzzles to endurance tests, anything is possible. Find out what's in store for the eight finalists when the Challenge USA Season 2 finale airs tonight at 10 on CBS. Number two. Ahoy! The good ship Revenge is back at sea as Our Flag Means Death, today's number two pick, has set sail for its second season on Max. The new episodes have seen the reunion of Reese Darby's gentleman pirate Steed Bonnet and Taika Waititi's brutal Blackbeard after their explosive breakup in the first season. But reuniting with an ex doesn't always make for smooth sailing. Here's a clip from the pair's awkward reunion. Hello, Edward! Jesus Christ, here we go. Hi. I wasn't looking for you, by the way. Oh, mate, I don't care if you were. Well, you two know each other. What a fucking odd. Very high, apparently. Shipmates. <laughs> Former. Oh. Well, you should both stay for dinner. A year? I, I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. Him? Hey, look, you do whatever you want. You're good at that. Um, I mean, I could. Potentially, I could have dinner. Whatever. 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 Well, this week, the show is launching back-to-back episodes before the season finale next Thursday. Expect murder, mayhem, and at least one musical performance by a certain swashbuckling shipmate. 
Those two new episodes of Our Flag Means Death are streaming now on Max. It's trivia time. While Blackbeard was a real pirate, he probably wasn't quite as goofy as he appears on Our Flag Means Death. The infamous pirate has been portrayed in many movies and shows over the years, including the fourth installment of the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Who played the ill-tempered pirate opposite Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides? Was it Jeffrey Rush, Javier Bardem, or Ian McShane? Stick around for the answer, as well as our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We are heading to the Magic City for our number one pick today, the series debut of Neon. Three friends from a small town in Florida are looking to light up Miami and become the biggest thing in reggaeton. Neon will bring larger-than-life dreams and the harsh comedic realities of the music industry to a series that will put the dance hall-inspired music in the spotlight. Here's the trailer. This is it. We're moving to Miami. I'll be the biggest reggaeton star in the world. We have to prepare for everything. Preparing for the biggest meeting of our lives in a gas station bathroom. We have a plan. Grow Santi's career as a reggaetonero. I'm a manager for a new reggaeton artist, Santi. And I'm Santi's creative director. We're going to show the people that we're not just a loser wannabe. Yes, the three of us currently live in the 2009 Toyota Corolla. We're meeting with someone from the biggest label in the game. <laughs> okay. The music industry is tough. I have to see you guys out there performing. Uh, we really need this money. Real bonus is here. He's genius. The dude who's just using a dick cannon. Sanji's a star. I went in on the ground floor. You got money! You guys gotta stop acting so broke all the time. Why do you choose me? Well, according to my team, I need to tap into my Latina identity. Is it Latino? Is it Latina? Latina? I really don't know what we're supposed to say anymore. Well, this series stars Tyler Dean Flores as Santi, a musician looking to bring his music to a bigger audience. The show also features Emma Ferreira, Jordan Mendoza, and Insecure's Courtney Taylor. Neon also features an appearance from the king of reggaeton himself, Daddy Yankee, who also serves as an executive producer. All eight episodes of Neon are available on Netflix today. Trivia. 
And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Who played the infamous pirate Blackbeard in the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean film on Stranger Tides? Was it Jeffrey Rush, Javier Bardem, or Ian McShane? That was Ian McShane who stepped in as the villain in 2011's On Stranger Tides. That, by the way, was the second film in which Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones made his second and final appearance in a Pirates movie. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Devin Kogan, Sidney Buxbaum, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio. Produced by Ashley Boucher and Alamin Johannes. And hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to Watch.